millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Today's episode of Money Diaries is brought to you by Intuit, proud makers of TurboTax, QuickBooks, and Mint. It doesn't matter if you're self-employed, thinking about starting a side hustle, or just trying to get the most out of your money. Intuit has tools that help you achieve prosperity, whatever that means for you. Easy-to-navigate software like QuickBooks, TurboTax, and Mint help you take control of your finances so you can prosper. Learn more at Intuit.com. Intuit. Powering prosperity. You're listening to Money Diaries, the podcast. I'm Lindsay Stanberry. And I'm Paco DeLeon. And on the show, people call in to talk about all the weird issues they're having with money. Paco, today we're talking about my favorite thing. What's your favorite thing? Babies. Babies? Actually, it's not babies. No, babies and money. This is like my favorite topic ever. Let's scare everyone. <laughs> yeah. So I called my old boss to talk to him about it. It's like, dude, you've got four kids and you had them at a relatively young age because you're insane. Uh, like, what is the one thing? And he like was kind of quiet and like, mm, and he's just like, kids will cost you more than you'll ever imagine. That's all you need to know. It's terrifying. Yeah. You sit there and you budget and it doesn't matter. And kids will cost you more than you will ever imagine. Yeah. So today we're talking to a woman we're calling Rachel. Rachel, welcome. It's so nice to have you. Thank you. It's good to be here. So can you just tell us a little bit about where you live, what you do, kind of some about your background? Sure. Um, I live in New York City with my husband. We both work in the finance industry. We didn't used to make that much money, but we're now kind of in a place where we are making like a decent amount. Um, we finally have a disposable income, which is really fun. Woohoo! But now we're also into our 30s. We're getting to a point where we are thinking about having children, and it's really hard to um, think about losing that disposable income to the aforementioned very expensive children. <laughs> Can we talk about hard numbers? Sure, sure. <laughs> um, what's your salary and what's your joint salary? Uh, my salary alone is uh, 120, under 20,000 with a 20% bonus. Um, my husband's is 160 with also a bonus. We're not really sure what yet. Uh, and commission as well. And do you know how much you spend each month? Roughly five to six thousand dollars. We bring in about ten and we we probably spend about five to six. I did a, a money diaries, you know, I just for a week kept track of our expenses and um we went out to eat a lot. Do you know do you remember what the what the damage was at the end of the week for dining out? So for the whole week, yeah, it was like almost a thousand dollars. That's kind of a lot. Because you're in New York and it's every time you go out to eat, it's a hundred and fifty bucks. Right. If you get some drinks, yeah, it's a lot. And what do you think you spend the most on besides rent, if you had to guess? Wine, definitely. How much? A <laughs> uh, couple hundred bucks a month. Can you talk about your emotional reaction, if you if you had any when you were doing the diaries and reflecting on the numbers at the end of the week? Uh, definitely a little shame. Kind of surprised at how much we spent, and I felt guilty because I, you know, I always had this mentality of I have to be saving, I have to be responsible. I got myself out of pretty bad credit card debt a few years ago. Basically, after college, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, and I went traveling for a long time. What was the damage? I think at one point I was in like $10,000 of credit card debt, and then 
I kind of eventually I got a handle on it and I paid it off like four years ago in total. Congratulations. How did you manage to get the handle on it? Just curious. Well, I finally picked a career. (laughs) I decided to become a writer. I got a job at an agency, which paid nothing. But at least I had health insurance. I had a salary. And then I bartended like crazy for like four nights a week. It was the only way I could have done it. So I basically lived off of the bartending money and put my whole salary towards the credit card debt. It's really impressive how you got yourself out of credit card debt. But now that you're making a bigger salary, do you worry about overspending? We've definitely experienced, like, as our lives have gotten bigger, so have the paychecks, but so have, you know, our expenses. So it doesn't even feel, really feel like you're making more. And I realized, like, wow, I've kind of backslid into some of the habits that got me into credit card debt in the first place. Can you talk a little bit about the kind of conversations you've been having with your husband when you begin to think about having kids? Do you talk about how you might start saving? Uh, we Well, we've been saving in an HSA already, kind of with that idea in mind. And that's got a decent amount of cash in it. I feel pretty comfortable with that. I've, what scares me more is we live in a one-bedroom apartment, so I probably have to move. Um, moving is expensive in New York. Um, and then if you have more than one kid, when, you know, say you move into the two-bedroom. Well, then you have two kids. Then you're moving again and again and again. So maybe you buy something, but it's impossible to buy something in New York. And how many kids uh, do you want to have? Once I have one, I'll probably change his answer. Okay. I mean, ideally, like, I come from a family of three. He comes from a family of four. So we kind of automatically project what you grew up with. Sure. Like, I think three, he thinks four. But that's crazy now to think about having that many kids. And totally. affording that. And where do you put them all? In, yeah. That's what I was just City. thinking is where do you put them all? <laughs> yeah. You, you have to leave. Where do you store the children? <laughs> so, you've, so you've done the research. You're loading the HSA with cash. What other things have you done to prepare for... Um, the impending child, uh, children. Just basically just stress. Okay. <laughs> just thinking about it and yeah. freaking out. <laughs> At this point, we haven't thought about all the other stuff like health, uh, like daycare, nannies. Um, we are lucky in the sense that we have a lot of family who've already had children, so we can get a lot of hand-me-downs in that respect. But we, we haven't, we don't have like a savings account with just miscellaneous. Yeah, it's not the stuff that's expensive. Yeah. I've heard daycare is crazy expensive. Having a nanny is even more expensive. So that just kind of starts to make you feel a little overwhelmed. I can't even wrap my head around how much money I would need. I'm just going to say there's no, there's no economic return on having a kid. So <laughs> not that we have kids for an economic return. I just, you know, just want to float that out there. So Paco. <laughs> Unless you have like the next LeBron James. And then, yeah. yeah, there's there a return there. there you go. But, you know, that's, that's a, an outlier. <laughs> so coming up, we're going to give Rachel some real talk. We're going to lay this smack down with some uh, hardcore information. And hopefully Lindsay and I don't scare her away from uh, doing the deed and having the kid. Doing the deed. (laughs) (laughs) I used to go so far out of my way to avoid paying service fees on movie tickets or to save a few dollars on groceries. But these days, I have a full-time job and a toddler. And time is money. I've got more pressing to-dos than tracking every cent all by myself. Intuit and Refinery29 know that all of us are working toward a prosperous future. But the path can be time-consuming. Intuit's financial tools are helping over 50 million people save time and money so they can focus on their goals. Learn more at Intuit.com. Intuit, powering prosperity. You know what? When I see an adorable, bald, drooling, toothless little baby whose cheeks I want to squeeze, I definitely don't think about the cost of 
acquiring said drooling adorable baby or feeding and housing and insuring, you know, I definitely don't think about that. I just think that people don't talk about babies and money. Like, this is not something that women prepare for. Yeah. What is the most expensive thing about having a child? Definitely the, like, daycare, childcare. So I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, and it's funny when I decided I wanted to have kids. My husband was like not super into it. Ken was like, no babies, like no babies. And one of the things he said was like, it's too expensive. We can't afford it. And I was like, dude, like that's not a reason not to have a baby. He loves our baby now. Sure. But he wasn't entirely wrong. So thinking about how much my son has cost, I think it's been an increase of monthly spending of about 3K. We sold our one-bedroom apartment and moved to a two-bedroom apartment. So we did that. And I think that increased our mortgage like by a grand, $2,000 a month for daycare. Um, and then I'm trying to think what else, $300 extra a month for insurance. 3K a month is crazy. <laughs> yeah. If we ever want to go out $15 an hour for a babysitter. These days we're paying almost 2K a month for a uh, twos program. Wow. Like he goes and like paints and plays cars. And yeah, I'm basically paying like a college tuition. It's going to say it. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really expensive. Oh. People think that like diapers cost a lot, but like diapers is nothing. We're thinking about signing him up for swim lessons <laughs> this winter. <laughs> and it's like 300 bucks. Oh, wow. Which like I would never spend that kind of money on myself. So I think that that's been kind of hard. You just kind of like re refocus your spending. I would say that's the biggest thing. Like you you can still afford things, um, but it just changes. Yeah, that's pretty damn significant. Wow. So how much do you guys have in your emergency fund right now? We have a little over 10K in our emergency fund. So I'm not sure if you're aware of the textbook definition of an emergency fund, but it's three to six months of your expenses. Mm -hmm. So you guys should at least have 15. So my unsolicited advice to you is to bump that up by another 5K. It's kind of, you know, like it's a good rule of thumb to start with three. And if you want more, then, then go for it. I would first, that would be my first recommendation to get started uh, in terms of like, okay, what, how can we start laying the bricks so that we can start cranking out the kids? What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, I agree. I think it's doable. Yeah, it would just take a, a real shift in our priorities. Yeah. Like when we decided to enroll our son in daycare, we realized our expenses were going to increase by like $1,000 a month. The deposit alone was like $6,000 or something like that. Jeez. So about six months ahead of time, I started saving an additional 1000 a month so I could see what how it would impact our spending and make right. sure that I could actually afford it. I don't know what I would have done if we couldn't afford it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Found a, and- found a cheaper daycare. There right. aren't like I'm actually at one of the cheaper ones. That's the the cheap. That's wow. They would be like, we're not cheap, but <laughs> comparably, sure. Um, it's not forty k a year. Sure. I think that was one of the smartest things I did. And then I had this like little nest egg, and I also knew what our like bank account would look like at the end of each month with that additional sure money gone. I mean, that sounds pretty good. I would I would open up a new savings account, like mm-hmm. a high-yield money market account, and just start piling, you know, a certain amount of dollars into the account each month because then you will – to feel what it feels like to have to yeah. pinch like that or to yeah. have that, that I mean, chunk of cash gone. The good news is you won't go out to eat as much. Well, actually, that's funny because – so we decided to do the dry January thing, which has saved us an insane amount of money. <laughs> like, we just were like, okay, instead of going out and, you know, buying drinks and stuff, we're just going to, like, save that money and eat at home. And we have saved so much money. So here's my next piece of unsolicited advice is – 
to limit your discretionary expenses either with a credit card that has a limit that matches the amount that you want to spend each month or by funding like an allowance account for each of you. Basically, I tell people what to do with their money all day, but I am also a complete idiot myself. Like we have a monkey, lizard brain, whatever you want to call it. Humans are terrible with money. We're silly with money. And like my motto is you have to just protect yourself from your damn self. If he's going to go shopping for whatever hobbies and vices that he has, and if you like to shop and you have a bunch of hobbies and vices, then I would, you know, let's say we're going to limit that to 500 bucks each. And like once you've tapped out, if it's like January 21st and you've got 10 more days, like you're SOL, no more buying crap you don't need. And that has been a game changer for me. Yeah. And one one other thing I worry about too is like, you know, you, I've heard nannies can cost like 75 grand a year. It's like that after taxes is probably my entire salary. Is it worth me just staying home or does my career take a huge hit? I will say that's a big important thing to remember that I think everyone needs to figure out if they want to take time off when they have kids. And I totally understand why women do it. But I do think that they forget that like that time off has a huge impact on your like overall savings, your retirement yeah. savings, like your salary growth potential like women are already hit with the motherhood penalty when they have kids men get a bonus when they start having kids ken actually got a raise i'm not sure if i'm supposed to say that but he got a raise shortly after they found out that i was having a baby and um yeah so it's it's crazy um i worry about the long-term effects of not of not going back right away do you know how much maternity leave you get we get three months. Oh, that's nice. And is yeah. it paid? It is paid. And what about your husband? Does he get anything? He also gets three months paternity leave. That's awesome. And yeah. that's paid too. Yes. You guys are in a sweet situation. Yeah. I mean, that's like a huge game changer in terms of finances because you could potentially break up how you break up your leave. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think we would definitely, we've talked about kind of doing that sort of thing. Like, I think that's great that his company allows him to do that because I think we definitely want that. Can I give some really boring takeaways? Paco, they're not boring. <laughs> so uh, maybe you already know this, but you have like a 30-day window to get the new baby on health insurance. Okay. So make that mental note to, to get the new kid on the health insurance. Um, you're, you're probably definitely going to need life insurance. Oh, I've got the whole nine yards. I have whole life term life and a group policy wow you got a ton of insurance yeah okay i'm worth way more dead than a lot (laughs) (laughs) okay great i'm good and i'm sure your husband has some yeah um and then if you guys don't have a a will yet you should definitely get that in place we don't need to do that yeah that's scary i think having a baby there's a phrase i always like to use about my own procrastination and that is nothing focuses the mind like an impending execution (laughs) Paco, that's terrible. (laughs) And it seems like, you know, when you're about to be responsible for a living being, nothing will focus the mind like that, correct? Yes. I mean, I think that there is something, you know, the death to your former freedom (laughs) when you have a child. It's all over. Wow, you're really making this appetizing for me. I'm not going to lie. Like the the idea of not being able to have time for myself is is scary. It sounds so depressing. It's really fun. Being a mom is really fun. (laughs) It really is. You, Paco's laughing at me right now. I mean, because you're like, you know, it's like me, me, me think the lady doth protest too much. Sure. It's like <laughs> no, you're psyching me up fun. for something that's really scary. <laughs> no, it's great. It's the best time I've ever had. Lindsay's reading a script here. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you want to read the diary of today's anonymous caller, head on over to refinery29.com slash money dash diary. 
And if you liked this episode, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. While you're at it, rate us and leave a nice comment to let us know what you think. Nice comment. This episode is produced by Jessica Chow and Jay Brunson. Our editor is Alvaro Ceballos. Last year, he spent close to $25,000 building a house in the Dominican Republic. Our head of post-production is Stacey Scripter. And we've recorded at Argo Studios with Paul Bruest. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.